G'day guys, welcome to Lawn Care Skull Sessions. I'm Ben from Catch Pro. Joining me is BJ from TBL Property Maintenance, the bearded lawnsman. BJ, how are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Good, man. So uh, seeing as you uh, roped me into doing this podcast, would you like to tell the listeners uh, what we're all about and what's doing? Yeah, mate. Um, We're just a couple of friends who got together and thought doing a podcast for the uh, lawn care industry here in Australia would be a great idea. Um, we're not going to do anything too serious. Hopefully, we'll throw some good content your way and um, have a couple of good laughs along the way. Yeah, so for, for everyone that doesn't know, um, obviously, we both uh, have lawn mowing businesses. Yeah. So, BJ runs TBL Property Maintenance. Uh, what sort of jobs do you tackle and how long have you been going for? Uh, so, I've been going from December 2014, I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah, we basically just focus on large properties now. So we've got a couple of villages and we do acreages and and we actually are really getting stuck into these bigger properties that that keep us on site for a a good amount of time. And we're looking to expand this year, which is awesome. Yep, and then behind the scenes, you're uh, Mr. Skag Ambassador Australia, so. That was awesome, that came along after I bought my first Skag and decided that um, I love the machine so much I bought a second and everything just sort of rolled from there I talked to the guys at Skag I talked to Ben and um, yeah just just got started and, and it happened from there yep and then so basically we um, you know we run Greenscape Solutions and we have Catch Pro Australia as well where you can get uh, products and accessories for your gear um, and so what we're really trying to bring you guys is just a fun little show to kick back and relax to. Um, so BJ, what topic are we going to be talking about today, pal? Let's get right into it. Uh, today we're going to be talking about standards versus sit-downs. Ooh. So I know there's a lot of controversy and everybody's all about the stand-ons or the sit-downs, but you know there's some, some pros and cons to both machines and we'll run through a few of them today. And um, I bet you there's people, you know, sitting back <laughs> and thinking that uh, that Ben fella's right in the middle of that controversy. <laughs> 100%. Why would you stand up? But the thing about it is, too, that, you know, when we're talking about pros and cons and controversy of which style, I mean, to me, it's all bullshit. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, I mean, there's an application for everything. And, you know, even if one person decides that one concept is better, that doesn't mean it's right or wrong, right? And it depends on your work situation too. Like, I mean, you know, I'm lucky enough to have the best of both worlds. I have a stand-on and a sit-down machine. um, And I use them for completely different jobs. So they both have their place in a business. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can explain where they fit. And really, like, if you go back... 24 months um you know who had a stand-on yeah exactly there wasn't content coming out of australia on stand-ons until recently it's um it's picked up and and it's been good to watch too like it's been good to to you know get into something um be able to show it to people and then for other people to get amongst it and be like yeah you know this helped me (laughs) yeah finally Finally, something different in the uh, industry. Yeah, so, all right, well, what we're going to do is um, we're going to go back a little bit. Let's let's do a little bit of history. So we've had a look. Now, the first uh, zero-turn mower that was commercially available, now, everyone seems to think it was a hustler, but I did some digging. Now, in 1955, 
Max Booth Swisher comes out with the Ride On King. And this was a front wheel uh, drive and a, a two, two real wheels at the back. Um, and that front wheel was your zero turn radius. So, um, yeah, everyone seems to think it was the Hustler, but do you want to uh, catch me up on the real news about the Hustler? So, XL Industries actually came up with the um, first hydrostatic zero turn. So, uh, that happened in 1964, and um, yeah, they were like innovators with that, and they pushed forward, and along comes the hydrostatic zero turn, which so many people are using at the moment. And just for anyone else out there that, that you know, doesn't recognize the name Excel Industries, that Excel is the parent company of Hustler and Big Dog Mowers. So, um, you know, just to catch his up there. Now, in 1997, Bill Wright from Wright Mowers, he creates the stand-on mower. So, uh, relatively new concept. I mean, in Australia, would you say zero turn mowers have been popular for like what 10 15 years yeah. tops yeah since since people started doing large acreages um it's one of those things that we haven't seen and less of but there's definitely a push for the standards to come in more and then so even when you you have a look 1997 right what were you doing in 97 i don't even know what how old was i like 10 no. really 10 i was gonna say 20 i have no idea what time it is 97 <laughs> i was i was 11 i was probably like riding a bike i was probably having my first i was probably having my first city <laughs> probably <laughs> i was probably getting in trouble for something okay cool so um you know in the last 24 months um yeah okay well how about we have a look at 24 months ago as far as stand on mowers you probably had what three brands yeah yeah you have, would have skag gravely bobcat um, Bobcat. I yeah. think Toro was around. I think there was some sort of lawsuit or something, and they they pissed him off for a bit. Yeah. But then uh, they they sort of got it back amongst it once the the popularity yeah. came back. Um, so how long have you personally had a zero turn for? So a zero turn. Um, I actually got one not too far after I started. I I really my business picked up quite quick. Yeah. And um, I actually started with a walker which, you know, might, after I explain, might hurt a few people's feelings, but I loved the cut and I loved the collection, but I hated the machine because it always broke down. It was a secondhand machine, so um, it came with its issues and I moved past that. Had that for a, for a while um, and then I moved into a country clipper and um, did a couple of hundred hours on that and I realized that the work that I was doing it was time to jump into a commercial style machine and I chose Skag and um, yeah, I got my first um, commercial machine and it was a 48 inch Tiger Cat. But I'm glad you brought up Walker because, you know, even though I have the Catch Pro and, you know, the Walker is a, a direct collect, yep. I mean, the Walker still, even though I built the Catch Pro, you know, specifically because I didn't want a Walker, um, the Walker still has a, a top spot in the market. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It I does mean, the have cut... a place. Like most machines in the market, they have their place. And, and like we're not here to bag any machines out. That was just my personal experience. And that was me being quite naive as well. Like I just saw this Walker at a great price. And it, and it came through a dealer as well. So I thought I was covered. And 
obviously, you know, things happen and yeah. I mean, I had a I had a Walker too, and yeah. um, you know, we look the cut quality is amazing. Those yeah. floating decks are awesome for you know no scalpies and all that sort yeah. of stuff. The grass collection is superior, and yeah. you're really not going to get any better. The the only um, the only downside that I believe in the Australian market is that it, it's it's a tough flog getting them on paddocks. Yeah. You oh. can't really they're they're an industry uh, sorry they're application specific. Yeah, um, you know with your schools and your you know your maintained areas. I couldn't imagine having to take one through like um, we do a forty acre property together the sticks doing it tomorrow yeah we're doing it tomorrow the sticks would absolutely destroy it and in five minutes you'd be up for a new blower um you know sticks don't it's a different it's definitely a different application i think they're more for parks and they're more for big manicured acreages and things like that and they do have their place in suburbia as well like you can get a little little unit in and out of some well, a lot of places like i did um and yeah, they, they do. They collect really well. Yep. And how? So when did you get your first stand on, um, and even the reasoning behind it? What, yeah, no. Like, why did you decide to get amongst the stand on army? Uh, yeah. So with in regards to my business, I have the villages, as I said before, um, and they have lots of little nooks and crannies. I have one where there's literally about a forty inch gap between every house. Um, so I decided to go for a 32 inch Skag V-Ride and that just gave me a massive amount of access to all these different places that I never thought I'd get a zero turn. Um, and the reasoning behind it was I was just running out of time. Um, and realistically my body, I, it's like my main tool. I need that to last as long as I can. So pushing a mower, you know, I'm either doing two stripes with a with a push mower or I'm doing one quick whiz over with my mulcher down and yeah it's it's all to do with time and my body so, so you're telling me I had no influence on you at all oh yeah a little bit I'm not gonna lie yeah a little bit <laughs> here I am here I am trying to push it I got, yeah I got me me brother over here won't even take I got, it you know yeah, you've influenced me a few times. So I, won't, I won't lie. So while we're just quickly going back and forth before we get into some pros and cons, are we going with uh, ZTR or ZTR? I'm saying ZTR. Yeah, me too. Because um, you know Z is you know is what proper, but it just oh, doesn't sound right. It doesn't at all. Okay, There's cool. not going to be much proper about this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So ZTR is what we're rolling with. Yeah. All right, so. In terms of your sit-down mowers, let's run through some pros and cons. Um, well, I guess let's let's concentrate on the pros first. Now, right. one that stands out to me is you obviously get to sit down. Yeah. Um, I think that there is a con inside a pro there. Yeah. And I'll I'll get into that soon. But you know, if you're doing say two acres plus, you know, I can understand how sitting down would be appealing. Yeah. And yeah, that's really why I enjoy my sit down is the the large area mowing. Um, I can tend to get a bit lazy. Um, I do think that standing has its place on large. Like we have a bit of a disagreement here. He enjoys a stander even for large properties. 
I don't. I, I'm more of a sit-down guy. Um, and I'll leave my little stander for in and out of these little properties and little areas. Um, I mean, guys get heated when I say, you know, that I prefer to stand. And yep. look, I probably happily would sit on the 40 acres. Yeah. Anything for me that is kind of five acres and under, I'm 100% perfectly comfortable standing. Yeah. It's almost more relaxing to me just because the sitting down position, it doesn't hurt me while I'm sitting down, but for the life of me, it's hard to get up. Yeah, well, you've got plenty of back issues that, that have sort of swayed your choices as well. Absolutely. Um, now, I want to put it out there to the listeners um, and to you, BJ, that have you ever been on a sit-down ZTR and you're mowing along and you just start getting super tired and you just want to have a little nap? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so that has never happened to me on a stand-up. Yeah, no, I can imagine. <laughs> and people will, you know, like I I said it to my wife one day, um, I was legit going to fall asleep. Like I was like, man, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to pass out. At that 48, because you could sneak away. Yeah, but so... Yeah, standing up. I'm, so I can. Where I'm going with it, though, is that, you know, maybe maybe not if you're a solo operator, but, you know, if you're running a crew of guys and you've got, you know, machines and stuff. Um, yeah, it can be a real motivation killer yeah. if you just cannot stay awake on that yeah, thing. Especially, you know, you've got your drink here, you've got your nice cushy seat, you've got your armrests, you're in, you're just going forward, especially when you're running long stripes. Um, it's, it's going to get, and I mean, you know, sun. I'm not huge on safety either, but you know, you, you at least have to be aware of your surroundings, yeah. right? So if you're just like full mellow and you're like, you know, yeah. doing the long blinks, you, you got to expect that one day something could happen. Yeah. Yeah. You run over something, damage the machine, damage yourself or damage <laughs> someone else. Um, all right, cool. So when we're talking about, um, you know, pros of a sit down obviously sit down sit you know the fact that you're sitting down is in there yeah um is there any other pros um i love the foot pedal um i know that some of the standards are coming out with foot pedals that is a great point like um, i was you know just thinking to myself what's he what's he going to come back at yeah, with me but 100%. Um, that hover is awesome um so can we explain to everyone what we mean exactly by having a deck pedal that lifts and lowers the deck, you know, whilst in operation? Yeah. So, um, you know, you're going along, you see a stick in front of you, instead of having to stop, move the stick, you can lift that deck a little bit and you can just hover straight over the top of it with your foot pedal. Um, most ETRs have, have the deck lift. I think when, as you go down the spec into residential models, I think a few of them miss out. Um, a lot of the crap ones. Yeah, a lot of so, um, and all the good shit has a main. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All the good ones have them. Yeah, but um, yeah, like it's it's just something that I've gotten used to now, and I don't know how I can sort of move forward without one. I'm not going back, that's for sure. Well, I know that like I had a country clipper. Yeah. Um, and I had one of the older models, and it had um that deck pedal. Yeah. And, and then... that was right when I was um coming out with the Catch Pro. Yeah. If you watch my earlier videos, even though they're really embarrassing, if you have a look at my earlier video earlier videos, every time I do a zero turn, I'm lifting that deck. Yeah. Because 
then you know if you're turning near unlevel you know bits of concrete or unlevel bits of ground or you know your your deck wheels the scalp wheels yep. these anti scalp wheels that actually scalp yeah <laughs> the grass they when you turn you lift it you're able to do a zero turn you bung it back down and off you go yeah no 100% but my avenue my country clipper the one after yours didn't have one I'm sorry that's where I was actually supposed to go yeah um, with my the rest of that story <laughs> um, that was a so, that was a bit of a, a downside uh, it was a good machine but yeah that was a bit of a downside <clears throat> um, what about rollover bars because I literally don't care about them I honestly the only time I've ever really used them is when we've done something like the so we've got motorbike jumps on the 40 acres yeah um, that's probably the only time I'll use them uh, most of the time they're down it wouldn't fit in my trailer for one and number two I only really mow flat ground um, I definitely see that there is a benefit when you're doing um, hilly areas and I know that people definitely should be using them um, when they're doing unsafe work so they do have a part, but I'm just not 100% sure that that part is. <laughs> I mean, if in I my business, if I I, ha I haven't had a, a sit down with rollover bars before, yeah. um, not one that I've used. Obviously, we've got the Bush Ranger that that has them, but you know, Rusty's typically on that, not me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would be really, really tempted to put a little roof on there. Yeah, that'd yeah, be there, awesome. Except there is actually, a, I actually saw a guy the other day rolling around on a tiger cat with a roof, and I wasn't fast enough to pick him up. They don't come standard with that, or no? no? They don't, I think I'm not sure if it's an add-on or if it's actually just something that he's had fabricated himself. I know the company, so I've spoken to the to the boss before. But coming soon to Catch Pro, guys, <laughs> sunroofs for sunroof. your rollover bars. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a good idea. Like you heard it here first. That's it. Um, okay, cool. So, all right, when we're talking then, so do you think that there's any other positives to a sit-down machine? Um, I do find when I use the 32, I'll get a bit of hand fatigue. I don't get that in my arms. Wanker's cramp? Yeah, wank, bad wanker's It's the only cramp. way I can explain it. It's real bad sometimes um, when I'm just having to hammer out a, a large amount of mowing. Um, but I feel, I feel a bit more laid back. I don't know if it's just my machine, but I feel really comfortable. I can tilt the machine back and forth and like basically the same as what you said, you, you can just get real comfy and yeah. um, I like so the fact the sp that there's a big yeah. footwell. I mean, I can throw like a full esky on my footwell. Um, Something that I think all ZTRs are missing is like a little friendship toolbox somewhere, you yeah. know, like a little compartment to, yep. you know, put your chapstick. Yeah, 100%. Or, uh, I think basically every bar on the market is missing a friendship sack but not i'm not talking about like just a little cradle like a little you know plastic no, I mean mold like i'm a, talking about like something you can like a second know, battery box yeah with a lid yeah put your no. seckies in there in case you bloody you know hit a rope or yeah. whatever it well, is well that's a big thing for me like i i've got i know there are add-ons you can get the you know what are they the the trimmer racks and stuff you can put on your ztrs oh yeah available on the catch pro website yeah, on the catch pro website yeah no i haven't got one personally because I don't really run around with a trimmer, but um, I do understand like sometimes you you need something and you don't want to go all the way back to the car, especially doing villages like mine. One just your personal the, items, yeah, keys, well, wallet, yeah. phones, keys. I don't really like leaving my wallet in my car anymore. So yeah, I'm a shocker for that. Well, we're sidebarring a little bit, yeah. um, so let's have a look at the stand-on. Now, um, you know. From my point of view, there is several pros. There is definitely some cons. Yeah. Um, 
you know, one thing that gets overlooked, so in my business now, we've we've downscaled Greenscape Solutions a bit and we don't typically, well, I mean, I can't carry a sit-down anymore because I widened my trailer. Um, I can fit a 54-inch stand-on on there because the the length of the, the overall machine is more compact. Yeah. But I can't put a 54 sit-down on no. there. So that's definitely a huge pro is that the footprint is a lot more compact. That's 100%. And you're able to get... benefits. So in America, um, you know, when they run around with their huge crews, they're able to get like a 12-foot flatbed trailer or whatever it is, and they just load those stand-ons on so that when they roll into a street or whatever it is, it's like, all right, boys, go for it, boom, 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 and yeah. they can, you know, they can essentially fit an extra machine yeah. uh, on a trailer. Yeah, no, well, that's what, you know, what sort of led me to to jump onto the the stander was that little bit, you know, that little footprint. Like I can carry my my forty eight and my thirty two and still have room for rubbish on my trailer, um, and that's another thing too. Like as you're talking about footprints, the the deck sizes. So like, there's no thirty two inch sit downs. Well, there. I mean, I think you got your press deck models, but oh, I mean, yeah. we don't have a lot of time for that. Let's we? talk about commercial machines yeah. now. Let's, or at least the, semi-commercial. Yeah, um, that's it. You know, some of the, there's still some credible thirty-four sit-down. You know, like I think the Gravely has yeah. a little press deck yeah. one that that I, I think goes alright. That's when you're talking about two inches. It's well at that village of mine. So there's like a forty-ish inch gap, and yeah. I just slide through there. I mean, so that's with a 32. If I had an extra two inches, I wouldn't even come close. Now, if we're talking about two inches to your bulge, that makes a big difference. 100%. I'd pay a lot of money for two inches. I wouldn't even be married. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just have it out all the I'd time. I'd be showing it out. Um, so, um, okay, back to this small footprint. So, um, you know, obviously in the Australian market, 32s and well 36 is dominated first right oh 100% they were I I don't know the statistics but it was something like 90% of stand-ons were 36 cuts yeah and that was predominantly from uh, the you got your skag b-ride your bobcat quick cat and the gravely 36 pro stance now that we've seen the 32s come in and the whole concept has been more popular now you're starting to see the 52s and 61s come. Yeah, which um, is really exciting to see some 61s rolling through. Yeah, I mean, look, I I ride a 54. Yep. Um, you know, I still love my 48. 48's really good in your yeah. residential, um, you know, up to a, a couple of acres. But anytime I think you're getting beyond, I mean, I use it on, on any acreage now. Yeah. But I think anytime you're getting beyond, say, two to four acres... You know, if you step up to that 54 or 61, you're just yeah. punching the workout. Yeah. The thing is, too, with, with 48s and, and 54s, there's not too much difference between components. Um, so, like, or your running gear and things like that. Yeah, so you're sort of staying within yeah. the same similar spec. But so, once you... I mean, I know the the 52, you know, huge... Uh, the, so, the 52 V-Ride, uh, what engine is that running? It's running it's got the, a... They've got, they got the big block on yeah, there. Yeah. I think you can. It's it's different here in Australia. We have we have limited options. We get shafted. Yeah. It, That's it, why it's, it's different. It is a little bit of a hard hard thing to not manufacture in Australia. And, um, you know, the options just aren't here. But 
Being an you Aussie know? is fucking awesome until you need to buy something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, the thing is, though, that with more, you know, of these machines being bought here in Australia, obviously the options are going to come in and, you know, I can't wait to jump on a 61-inch Skag V-Ride with a big 1,000 on a big Kawasaki 1,000. I know there's one on the water. I want it. I mean, the big one for me is the Super 88. Um, oh, I yeah. don't even know. I don't think there's one in the country. And, yeah. you know, I think they're like 40 grand. So it's not like I'm buying <laughs> one. But um, that Super 88, like if you're if you're doing massive work, yeah. and I'm talking about not just 140, like for, like I wouldn't, I couldn't even justify it for no. 140 acre property. No. It'd um, be like the Port of Brisbane or something like that. And even those guys are running the big Toros with the big bat wings. Um, and if not, they've got Grandmasters. Yep. Uh, and there's a guy out there with a 72-inch Turf Tiger as well. So. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk hillsides. So yeah. hillsides, you know, and look, I don't typically do tons of hillsides. But I have hit a few um, in the last couple of years since I've had stand-ons. But, I mean, it it really, like, once you do it on a stand-on, yeah. it really, you really start building trust in that machine. Yeah. It's I it's think. like a motor motorcycle. I think it's it's got more of a motorcycle feel. You can move your body with the actual like the machine, and I've I've seen you tackle a quite a steep hill with a um with a stand on, and then I've seen you do the same hill with my forty eight. Same deck size, everything, same brand of mower, same running gear. And, yeah, you just um, can't manipulate the machine. Yeah, the same you just way. can't can't move your body weight to to aid in the climbing of the hill they're just more cumbersome right like the the yeah. sit down is just more cumbersome it's, it's like it's like using a push mower compared to a self-propelled yeah. they're just driving a, a car l- and driving a motorcycle yeah <laughs> i don't typically ride motorbikes yeah. but you know um so um all right so with the hillsides now we've got stand-ons this is something that i want to point out um you got some stand-ons and the presence control is in the handle, yeah. which means you can flip the platformer up yeah. and, you know, theoretically walk around with it or, you know, whatever. Now, the the other style is the presence switch, the operator presence switch is um, in the platform yep. and the platform is usually built into the machine. So it's kind of like a part of the machine. Yeah. Instead of you standing on the ass end of the rig you're in tight and you're one with the machine now personally i've had both um i don't feel like there's a lot of pros in the presence control being in the handles because and i see a lot of guys you know they're like for some reason walking the machine up into their trailer or something like that i mean for me i feel 10 times safer just standing on the thing yeah me too um so, you know, that's some feedback that I'd like to hear. Um, you guys are able to jump on the website or hit us up on social media, um, give us some feedback or give us some of your opinions. That'd be great to hear from you guys. I think maybe on that, the the ability to flip that foot plate up might give you a little bit of extra room, but I know with like even my little V-Ride, the platform is actually built quite far into the machine and the... You know the pad is bolstered. You're, it's it's. I don't think it'd be enough to really yeah. make much more. To me, that is the only pro. Yeah. To having, I mean, look, I, look, it is comfortable. Um, I had that Bradley Parklander. I haven't had the opportunity to get on a grandstand. Yeah. Um, because the grandstand has that flip yeah, pla- pla- platform. Um, I have had a Bobcat. 
um, you know, like I've had a demo day with a Bobcat. Yeah. And they they are comfortable to ride for yeah. sure. Like that that big platform is is awesome for comfort and uh, storage. Yeah, I don't think walking behind a stand on is is very safe at all. No, um, you know, like I would actually feel more comfortable doing a mono for the boys before yeah. I would you yeah. know walk behind a mower when it's. You know, actually, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a story. I got bogged really bad on an acreage when I had my Bradley and it had the flip-up platform, right? So I'm trying to, you know, maneuver the machine and get out of it. And I thought, okay, because the platform was bogging down into the mud. So I lifted it up and, you know, I'm just hitting the controls backwards and forwards, trying to get traction. Eventually, I got traction when I was going backwards and the mower has hit me in the leg driven up my leg almost snapped my leg in two now and you've seen my pins they're yeah you know they're not you know. <laughs> i actually remember the photos from this day yeah so um yeah but if you were on a stand-on that had that presence switch inside the platform the minute you step off yeah. it's it's kill switch yeah and that's why i find them a much safer option when you are doing that hill work um you can just bail out at any time uh, that's the huge benefit to having a stand on as well is like a safety feature just ditching yeah sure one thing that we uh haven't touched on yet is the dual fuel tanks on sit downs now typically they're not really found dual fuel tanks aren't really found on stand-ons no are no. you aware of any um no not particularly like i haven't really looked at heaps of other stand-ons fuel capacity like i i know that I know on my sit down, I've got more capacity than on your stand up. On my V ride, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, when you're doing big properties, or, you know, even if you have a look at it on a weekly cycle, if you rock up to a servo and you fill up those dual tanks, you know, no matter which way you weigh it up, you're, you're not going to go back there no. before you would if you only could fill up one. Exactly. So I know the KG uh, Spartan has dual fuel tanks, but it's it's not available here yet. Yeah, so we can't no, we can't really sort of you know say that it's it's a factor yet because they're not here. Yeah. So all right, well how about we um, have a look at some of the cons now? Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, oh, you know, Ben's not going to have any cons, but I do. Yeah. I mean, everyone's seen me. Everyone's seen me hit my head on that clothesline. Oh, it's one of the massive cons is how much it's like a kanga. Um, are you kidding? <laughs> so let let me just you know, he's taking the piss here, but you know something that I see all the time, right? This is what gets me hot: is people are like, oh God, why would you fucking stand when you can sit and. You know, they go on about all this stuff and then they're like, oh, I've, I've used a dingo before and it was the worst thing in the world. But, you know, um, I, know you, I know you're just taking the piss, but can you just tell everyone the, the real difference between a stand-on and, and a dingo or a kanga? Yeah, completely different machines. Um, it, it's like rooting in a waterbed yeah. compared to rooting on the floor on yeah, concrete, right? Hand jobs with sandpaper or loof. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's kind of a dumb argument. They're completely different machines. They're for di different applications. Um, they're completely different. Like I don't know how else to say it. They're but but what I'm saying is that people who say that comment, 
they've never been on a stand-up They're probably before. people that, have, yeah, have never been on a stand-up, have never seen a stand-up in person, and more than likely don't even know how to use I mean, that, <laughs> Never mind a zero turn. Yeah, I mean, that that's what gets me hot, yeah. um, when people automatically assume and just, you know, start. Now, it would be different if someone approached me or even had a comment and said, hey, Ben, is this similar to this? Or, hey, yeah. Ben, would this be like this? And yeah. then I would, you know, kindly reply, no, nah, no, nah, it's way different. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> but when you come out and say, like, oh, fuck, you know, rah, rah, all this stuff, and then it, it's just like, man, yeah. where the, like, where have you come yeah, from? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> what have you been doing with your life? So, um, you know, as far as cons, um, you know, when you're talking about operating a stand-on, um, realistically, if you if you break your ankle, you're fucked. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. Um, you definitely are. That's something that you got to weigh up, man. Like you're if going you got home on one foot. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't have the best ankles either. So yeah. it could happen to me one day, and yeah. we could be, you know, people might, you know, see me have to try and tackle this problem. <laughs> I'll have to come so, and rescue. Yeah. You. <laughs> um, the other thing is obstructions. Um, as much as being on a stand-up is amazing for your field of vision, sometimes you're not going to see that air conditioning unit that's sticking out a little bit too much. You're, you're looking down and you're looking, you're like, oh, look at everything I can see in front of me. It's amazing. And you'll get clipped by a branch. You'll get clipped by an air conditioning unit. Um, the, the clotheslines are the worst. Yeah, clothesline. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, it you know, happened to me on film, but... Um, it's happened to me on more than one occasion. Um, something that else that is a little bit of a con um, is spider webs. Oh, <laughs> spider webs in trees. You know, you're like, yeah, I can go yeah. under this tree and then boom, yeah. golden orb. Yeah, or when you hit one of those big black ants nests and you're just covered in black ants. And for me, it takes me a long time to get them out of my beard. I feel like you would like that. Like you would like being covered in ants. Nah, but they don't bite. I yeah. like the ones that bite. He does. He likes the pain. I'm weird. I've been around him when he's around the bees. It's, <laughs> I love getting stung. It's weird, it man. It fires up my day. Makes me work a hundred times harder. Like I'm really <laughs> earning my money. I mean, if we had Some a camera, if we had a camera on that hedge job where you were getting hit <laughs> on the ass. I actually fell down a. Oh, how high do you reckon it was? Um, it was a two-tier wall, wasn't it? And there was nowhere to go. Yeah, I just had to go. I just tumbled straight down it. Um, ben had hurt his back. So I, I, I pulled like, the pin, and I was getting hit by wasps or bees, and I was like, fuck this, it's not even worth the money. And I pulled the pin, and here's BJ getting stung like anything, laughing about it, enjoying <laughs> it. I was bleeding too because I hit a rock on the way down on my ass, and I, had, I was just, yeah, claret, claret and stings. Mm. I don't know if I would have enjoyed getting stung on the actual wound, but yeah, it all was right. it was funny. They're all stories. They're all stories that you know other people enjoy. Yeah, if uh, I mean, if we could have had that one on film, that would have that been would the have best. Awesome. Talking about it's just not the same. It would have gone viral, <laughs> as the kids would say. So, um, is there is there any other cons that come to come to light with stand on mowing? Because I mean, look, you mentioned the hand cramp thing earlier. Yep. That is something that I have felt is is a real thing. So I've only got 
really um, the skag. I've had time on the Bradley. But just the fact that you've got your hands in one stationary position and you're really only controlling it with your thumbs, yeah. if you're doing long periods of time at once, yeah. so I'm not talking about small jobs in a day, I'm talking about just you know, hours yeah. of mowing. Um, you know, for me, I get tension um, in my hands yeah. and that, that really builds and, and gets a little bit sort of tiring. Well, that's it. The, the job that we do, automatically we're going to have sore hands from hedging all day or something like that and then you jump on a mower and if you're using a stand-on all day, every day, um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fatigue your hands. Yeah, but I mean, as far as the the actual ride comfort, I guess the only other con in in, in regards to the you know the ride comfort is sometimes my knees get you know just from rubbing up against yeah. that pad all day, yeah. I get a little bit of a spot in my knees. Um, You've got a lot more experience on on large properties. Though. I I use my my thirty two mainly for residential. I've used it on some bigger ones like you know, two acres, but that's, you know, still not huge. Like when we're talking five, six, seven and up. Yeah. Um, All right. Now for the, for everyone out there who is, you know, cause we can't all afford to have two machines no. or multiple machines. No. Right. Um, for the people out there who are like, should I, should I stand? Should I sit? Or, you know, whatever it is that they're, or even if they can afford, um, you know, even if they've got to sit down, they're looking to get a stand on. Yeah. If you had the ultimate choice, I'm not talking deck sizes or anything like that. I'm just talking about the concept. Once once we weighed up all the pros and cons, what is your pick, stand or sit? Oh, you're going to fucking hate me, but it's got to be a sit down. Okay. No, that's cool. It's cool. Hey, that's the thing that people are tripping on, that yeah. I don't care if, if, if anyone wants to sit. Um, all I have ever tried to do is to say, hey, look, this is something that's, you know, I think that there's a statistic, uh, I watched it in an Ed Wright vid or something like that. It was a while ago now. It was probably two years ago that I watched it. But there was like, they were looking at market trends and saying that by, you know, 2020, um, something like 70% of contractors would be standing. Yeah. So, and you know what? Like my decision, it's not based on... Um, like you just the, fucking lazy. Yeah, well, it's not that. No, it's the work that I would love to target. Um, I would love to be able to bang my tunes in and just do, you know, massive acreages. But that's valid. You know, but like... on the other hand, like my 32, it, it gets me in and out of places quick. It's comfortable. Like it's not a comfort thing. The only reason that I say I sit down is because that's the type of work that I want to target. Okay, so... I want to target that large... Okay, so let me ask you this way. If we have a contractor that's listening um, and their target market is quarter-acre properties up to about two-acre properties, um, that is their target market and that is, you know, say, that that's the work that they're already doing. Yeah. And we take into consideration that not every block is flat, there are some gated areas... Is a sit down still? No, you don't think no, so. It's a stand up for sure. Because for me, I, you know, I, you know, if I was to answer that question myself, it, I don't know that I could necessarily give that advice and say, hey, you have to get a stand up. No, I wouldn't say you have to, but my personal preference, yep. and what I would say to them is like a stander will um, 
leave you with more space on your trailer. Because sure. if you're doing those sort of properties, most of the time it comes with gardening as well. Um, it's when you get into the bigger acreages and things like that, land clearing, and you know that's when you're not taking away so much green waste. But that's that would be my personal preference for like quarter acre and up. Um, and that's where I've used the 32 to some degree. Um, I had a, had a car accident, uh, my trailer was written off and I could only really carry one machine. Um, I got a bunch of sort of two-ish acre-ish properties and I just hit them all with the 32. And I, I didn't, you know, it wasn't a like a huge reduction in, in time and productivity, but um, okay, it, let, was noticeable. Let, okay. it was noticeable. No, let's talk about productivity. So do you think a, if you if we have and we'll just keep it brand related if you have a 36 liberty which by the way bj and i both have never owned but no. let's say you got a 36 liberty and a 32 v rod do you think that the 32 v rod is as or maybe even more productive than the 36 sit more down? productive i totally agree yeah the speed that the the v rod has um is the same as the speed as a 36. So they run the same components. So that's that's something that's pretty cool about the V-Ride. I'm not sure with Oh, that. they both run the same pump and wheel? Same, 10 cc. same yeah, yeah, 10 cc. So, okay, cool. Uh, about 14 k's an hour for the 32. So um, when you look at, I've just got to try and freestyle here. When we're looking at other 36 machines on the market, um, geez, there wouldn't be a lot no. that are running that 10 cc. No. Most of them would be running the 3100 hydros yeah. or something like yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's your probably your top end 36s so the so the 32 is going to pump over that 100 percent. yeah it's a bit of a yeah it's 14 k's an hour it you know you know people are like oh that's not that fast but when you're on a stander um it's a it's a fast machine i mean i don't always think it's relative like if you're doing you know six eight hundred square meter blocks you know it's speed top speed is probably yeah, it, it, I think it would be rare that you're just going wide open the yeah. whole time. It depends on your once you get on up your to clients too. Once you get up to half an acre or a quarter an acre or something, yeah. you're going wide open. I, mean, I think that's something that there's a difference between maintenance work and like grass cutting. Like Absolutely, it's I've got I've got one customer um, quarter acre block. I run in there with 32. I catch the front with the catch pro. Available at catchpro.com.au. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but I catch the front and I mulch the back. So mulch the back is the large part and the catch of the front is not that big. Um, 21 minutes in and out. That's snipped, blown, everything. 21 minutes for a quarter acre. Um, that's money in the bank. So you got the speed factor. What about, say, maneuverability? Like on your actual, let's say you're on a footy field, you're going you know, backwards and forwards, maneuverability, all of those types of things. Like if you're comparing that 36 Liberty to the 32 V ride, you're probably still going to be, like I know when we do the 40 acres, your Tiger Cat has a higher top end speed, but when we're going lap for lap, you get me on all the straights, but when we do our zero turns, yeah. I'm just creeping behind. That's 100%. So realistically, if they were going the same top speed, I could have you. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, look, that's that's good info for people to be able to sort of take away and and be able to get a little bit of a scope of how those machines differ. Yeah. Um, what about maintenance? Like, I mean, 
changing the blades and you know your oil changes maybe the spindles you know like greasing your spindles what do you what do you think about maintenance well, well, I actually do you, think, do you think any I, style is it's probably more brand orientated i think it is brand orientated um i know i did my spindles today on both machines very simple very easy to you got to a little bonnet day you can lift up a bonnet to get to yeah your yeah on the on the tiger tiger cat yeah you just got a bonnet you can lift it up and take the, the covers um i have to fucking unscrew mine to do it do you no i don't have a oh, it's, it's yeah, a bonnet on the, on the v ride yeah, yeah. You can take the the caps off yeah. yeah but don't you just do like a little lifty yeah on the sit down i do yeah so. oh but maybe that's another so see, yeah that's yeah, what i mean that's what i'm getting at yeah. sit down probably wins that yeah um any other maintenance issues i mean the the motors are pretty, and the air filters, they're all pretty accessible yep. once you start getting up in that range. I think when you're like talking about like maybe the hydro pumps and things like that, I think the hydro pumps underneath a sit-down machine are, and sort of on top. Well, I don't mess I with mean, the like, hydros, Yeah, man. I don't mess with the hydros. Actually, I'll like, tell you I what. flip it up and the fans are there. And... Yeah, but you know when you, let's say you get bogged in a paddock, right? Yeah. To, <laughs> to, to hit your hair. Well, that's that's what brought yeah, no, yeah. that's what um, triggered the memory. To be able to flick the switch on the hydros to get you in free spin, yeah. is probably easier. On it a, is yeah on a, on a stand on. Yeah. Oh, I guess like I mean, my sit down, I just jump off. See, that's already seat. I've already fucking beaten you. Yeah. Jump oh. off. Oh, that's true. something that we did not touch on. So, if you're, you know, this is this is a huge pro to stand on mowing. If you're, especially if you're doing anything residential, if you've got these fucking hoses and dog toys and all this shit in the way. That doesn't happen, does it? In a perfect world. Yeah. But, you know, how great is it just being able to just do like a little beep boop and then, you know, bang, rather yeah. than, you know, you're <laughs> flinging your bloody yeah, you your lap, lap bars, bars, then you got to do this, you yeah. got to get up. And, you know, by the time you get back on, you're like, yeah. fuck this. With that, with just jumping off is so much easier. You've got energy to kick shit out of the way. And you can even do like the little, just pull up next to it and just heave it off. Yeah. You know, as yeah. long as you've as you you got one foot on the platform. you can just stick your foot out the back and just like flick it across so you don't get it on your next line. Um, oh, that's the laziness coming out of me again. Yeah, cool. So, um, I mean, look, do you think we've pretty much covered it all? Pretty much. I definitely know there'll be people that have got more to add, so that'll be cool to to see and hit us up on our socials um you can follow bj at where i'm at tbl property maintenance um on instagram and um the bearded lawnsman on youtube do you do tiktok yet i do do tiktok yeah i don't do tiktok as much as i do insta i think that's my favorite platform because i like taking photos and i don't do tiktok you should yeah i mean I'll talk to Josh about it. You Josh, have enough, Josh you have is enough, the social media. You have enough snakes at your house. You can do a snake catching video. <laughs> Had a good one yesterday. Yeah, I saw. Um, all right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Lawn Care Skull Sessions with Ben and BJ. Don't forget to hit us up on our socials. Um, big shout out to all of our LMCA comrades out there. Um, you know, love being a part of those groups and um, definitely love you to be a part of this with us. We're going to, um, hey, we're going to get some call-ins eventually. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Hopefully um, we get the admin from LMCA. We'll get a few, we know a few other what, people in What's the her name again? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Super cuties. Jared? Yeah. yeah. Jared A? Jared A. Um, Antoinette. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we can uh, definitely hit up a few LMCA guys and gals to get amongst the podcast. Yeah. Um, don't forget to let us know what content you want to hear. Um, it's not going to be all business related. We're going to be talking about equipment, things that give you the shits, whether it's... Uh, well, what, what, what's an workers, example? Workers. 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 Employees. Finding the right person to fit into your business. Yeah, so... And then we might try and uh, hit up some industry guys like uh, Paul Sheehan, yeah, Rob, Rob Shearer. Shearer. Um, you got an in with Brian from Brian's Lawn Maintenance now? Yeah, I don't know about having an American on here. Yeah, I mean, might it might just get awkward if Maybe I ask him. Maybe we can get Gary. If Gary, hey, by the way, guys, don't forget to tune into Aussie Lawn Stars. Gary Ashton's yeah, doing some awesome up. stuff over there, so. Um, we could definitely get him in. Yeah, hopefully he's bleeped out all my um, swears, and I'll be up on his his soon enough. But um, I was a good I was a good boy during that one. Yeah, you were. I think I was. I I sometimes I just say fuck, and I don't realise I've said it. So I just pretended I was talking to my mum, and I was just super respectful. <laughs> it's like a job interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, as someone else in the industry that uh, Aiden from Cox Mowers, yep. I think it'd be cool to get him amongst it. He's got some really great insight. I think he's actually the grandson yep. of um, the dude who'd invented Cox. Oh, cool. So don't take me on that. We'll do some research. We'll get him on the show. Um, he can tell us the story. Deals. We could get some deals. I know Scotty from Aladulla. He's actually he's um, he's Mister V Ride. So I actually spoke to him today when I when we were doing sorting out what we were going to do tonight and. Um, yeah, he, he was instrumental in getting V-Rides into Australia. So that'll be awesome to talk to him. And he's a really good bloke and he knows what he's doing. And the homie Will from Rosebud. Yeah, Will. We'll get Brent, maybe, like from CPM. Yep. So um, lots of exciting stuff coming up. I'd love to get Carly Waller on. Yeah, she's cool. So that'd be cool. All right, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed and peace out. Peace.